This is Hungry to Learn. My name is Birga. Welcome in. Today, I wanted to take a little bit of time to recap what happened with the car accident that really impacted our family in a pretty dramatic fashion just about a year ago. It was February 23rd of 2018. My girls are teens. They're 18 months apart. And on that particular day, they were celebrating my nephew's birthday. We were all together celebrating my nephew's birthday, but the plan was for us to eat a meal together as family and friends, and then the kids were going to go off. They were going to drive up to the the top of the mountain in Albuquerque. It's called the Crest. Take some pictures at sundown and then come back down. Well, we all ate together, and as soon as the kids left, I just started crying which is not my norm. I'm an emotional person, I'll grant you that, but certainly crying with the kids leaving the house was not normal. And my sister-in-law looked at me and said, what in the world is the matter? And I said, I don't know. I just don't feel good about this. So she said, well, let's pray. So we did, prayed for the safety for the kids and just for peace and calm. And that particular evening was a Friday. And on Friday evenings, we gathered together with my my sister and brother-in-law, some friends and family. And we have a small home church and it was the night for us to do that. So we gathered together and began to get into reading the word. And it was, I don't know, let's say it was an hour after the kids had initially left something like that, that my cell phone rings and I saw my daughter's name on the caller ID and I instinctively knew something was wrong. I feel like the Holy Spirit had kind of prepared my heart for what was going to follow. So when I saw her name come up on the screen, I put the phone on speakerphone and I answered it and she said to me, Mom, we were in an accident. And from that point forward, we had just, we were immediately pushed into high gear of response and figuring out what to do and trying to get appropriate help. So what had happened is as they were coming down from the mountain, my daughter overcorrected in a turn and ended up losing control and they literally went over the side of the mountain. So my older daughter was driving, my younger daughter in the front seat, passenger side, and then two friends in the back seat. We estimate that they went over about 150 to 200 feet, rolling multiple times down the mountain before they were ultimately stopped by a tree. They were pinned there and upside down when my daughter called me. There were so many things that evening that were utterly miraculous, and I want to share a few of them, not as a way to relive the horror of what we experienced that night, but really as a testimony to how good God is and what he protected them from. Now, I want to say the evening that they went over was clear, but it was very, very dark. There was no lighting anywhere on the main road, and there was no indicator of where they had gone over the edge because it wasn't like they had hit a guardrail and there was metal damage at the top. They simply went over around a bend. So when I received that phone call, I was sitting next to one of my longest standing friends who happens to be an Albuquerque police officer and he was getting ready to go on shift. He was already decked out in all his gear and as we were on speakerphone, I walked with him as he went out to his squad car And he immediately started getting into action about trying to get assistance over to the girls. Now, because of where the accident happened, it was outside of the jurisdiction of the um, Albuquerque Police Department. But they obviously have close relation with neighboring 
law enforcement and so Bernalillo County Sheriff's Department was informed and they began pinging the phone call. Just again, the miraculous nature of all that transpired continues to blow my mind. I have to say the girls were spared from any type of major damage. All of them were shaken up pretty badly, as you can imagine, rolling over and over, you know, down an embankment. My eldest daughter had a number of cuts on her face, some some pretty deep lacerations. She ended up with needing a bunch of stitches in her face. My younger daughter had some injuries that were sustained to her legs. She had propped her feet up on the dashboard to warm her feet up because they had all been tromping around in the snow. She had taken her feet, her shoes off and was warming her feet up on the on the heater when the accident happened. The girls in the back seat all shaken up, but again, nobody seriously injured. There was no broken bones. There were no concussions. All of them ended up having a head CT scan just to be sure. And just God's hand of protection was upon them. So when we arrived at the scene, and I know I'm kind of telling this story out of order, but I'm just I'm just flowing with it. When we arrived at the scene, uh, we were kept back several hundred yards as there was lots of emergency crews on scene. I saw a fire truck that was parked um, at an angle to the street where they were repelling, they were attaching ropes to the side of the fire truck, using that as an anchor and repelling down the side of the mountain. So the girls had not yet been hoisted up at the point when we arrived at the scene. And we waited, we were held back, you know, for safety concerns. And then finally I began to see first one, then second head come up over the ridge. And, and finally we were allowed to go see the kids in the back of the ambulances. But when I got to the ambulance, there was a few things that I noticed right away. So I stepped into the first ambulance with my younger daughter. She was the one that was pulled over first. She was shaking pretty violently. It was a very cold night. They had, um, you know, been out and exposed to the to the weather, gosh, probably for 90 minutes or more. And as I had mentioned earlier, they had taken off their shoes. So when I stepped into that first ambulance, I noticed that the EMT was not wearing any shoes. I wasn't putting two and two together at that point and was very um, in- focused and engaged in talking to my daughter. So, you know, spent some time with her, reassuring her, calming her. They were trying to warm her and and relieve her from the shock that she was experiencing. And then later I went on to the second ambulance to go see my other daughter and again noticed an EMT not wearing shoes. But this time I see um, one of the other girls that was in the back seat wearing these very colorful cowboy boots that I didn't associate with her style. And I said, what in the world are you wearing? And she says, oh, well, one of the EMTs gave me their shoes because we didn't have any shoes to come up the mountain. The shoes flew out of the car. And I was just so moved. And I'm just looking around in just utter awe. Obviously, I'm talking to the girls. They are, you know, responding. They're not badly damaged. Now, my my older daughter certainly is being treated for all the lacerations on her face, and I can see that, you know, she's going to need to get some further medical attention, but just this sense of awe and wonder and relief washed over me. So we were up on the scene. I don't know, time's kind of a blur at this point, but once all girls got up and were initially analyzed in the ambulance to determine level of injury, we were all transported down to University of New Mexico Hospital because that's the only... I guess, youth trauma center in the city. So we were down there, I would say, 
all in maybe five or six hours as the girls were you know, had their CT scans done. There was a few x-rays done on my younger daughter to make sure she didn't have any further damage to her legs. But just through the course of the evening, I would go back and forth between the waiting room in the pediatric ER and back to where the girls were being held. And every time I'd go out, there'd be more and more people from the church that were there to pray, to lend their support. And I was just so moved. I was so incredibly thankful for just the swell of love and people that were interceding for us in prayer, and it just moved me. So we left the ER sometime in the early morning of the following day, maybe it was one o'clock, something like that, and went home. I was just so grateful. We never even were admitted in terms of, you know, they didn't have to stay overnight that's how minimal the injuries were compared to how they could have been with an accident of that nature, let alone the fact that they were spared their lives. And so I, I share this story as really a testimony to what God did in just his graciousness to us, but also as a, I don't know, maybe a sharing a story that we have all lived through various degrees of trauma And I will tell you that over the next number of months, even to today, a year later, there's been some PTSD that we've all experienced. The girls were listening to a particular song when the accident happened. And if that song starts playing, you know, in a a department store or grocery store, just in ambient music somewhere where we are, I can see a very physical change wash over them. It, It triggers that memory, that emotion. And for me, every time my cell phone rings and it's my daughter calling during a period where I think she might be on the road, it affects me. It it makes me, my heart jump a little bit. And, and for me to have this moment of kind of panic wash over me like, oh no, is there another accident? It's lessening with time, but it's still not fully diminished. And there's this degree of trauma that we're all having to heal from. But ultimately, I just want to just speak a word of encouragement for those that are are living through trauma, those that have maybe recently gone through something that has just upended your world, that there are are many of us out there that can relate. And I I thank God I don't relate in the way that I haven't lost a child. And I'm, I'm so immensely thankful for that. And that is a pain that I can't begin to fathom how deep that cuts. And I I pray that's not your experience, but if it is, oh, please know my heart is with you. And I can only begin um, to understand that with just a a, a fraction of an understanding. But I do want to encourage all of you that are dealing with healing from trauma or just need reminding that, that God is good despite the pain that happens in our lives to reach out to the community around you. And it may feel natural to isolate and to kind of close yourself off because nobody knows exactly what you're going through. But I think that's the wrong course of action. I think you need to reach out. You need to talk to the people in your life, the trusted people, those that can pray for you and lift you up. And there may definitely be people that say the wrong things, say awkward things or things that are even maybe initially hurtful. Know that that is not their intention. In their awkwardness, sometimes they search for words and they come out jumbled and wrong and ridiculous. But just trust that those people can be praying for you and and that they are part of your community and ultimately can contribute towards the journey of your healing as you just ask them for maybe specific ways to pray. Just 
will you pray that the Lord would take away this feeling that I experience every time, fill in the blank? Would you just pray for peace of mind for me? Would you pray for healing in this regard? Be as specific as you can without, you know, being overly vulnerable in in areas where you don't feel safe and secure to share that part of it. But let that family that God's put into your life, whether it be a blood relation family or just family of friends that are around you, let them prop you up, let them help you, let them surround you with their love, and just let them experience this journey with you as you walk towards wholeness and healing on the other side. So just wanted to take a moment to share our testimony of what happened and just to, again, acknowledge God's goodness and grace to us. And a year later, we're still very mindful. You know, the the scar on my daughter's face reminds me, when I look back through the pictures, I'm reminded that his hand was very, very present in protecting them, that this accident should have taken their lives, and it didn't. And I'm so immensely thankful. And so just a testimony to to the Lord, a testimony to the power of family and friends and prayer and being surrounded by, by love, and just an encouragement for you all as you walk through whatever circumstance that you have in your life right now. If you'd ever like to learn more about our story, um, learn more about some of the things that, you know, the life lessons that we've encountered, things that I've chronicled, you are always welcome to check out the website hungrytolearn.com. There's both the blog side and the podcast side. The podcast side just gives you links to all the available platforms. You're certainly welcome to check that out. Uh, There's quite a few there. And then the blog side's been going on for a number of years, and you're welcome to read through a lot of the different stories that that I've encountered over the years. And I I pray that that is some, some words of encouragement for you. So with all that, I will close and just say, God bless you. I pray for healing on your path, on your journey, as you look to just be filled with the Holy Spirit. God bless you guys, and have a good day.